0: welcome to It's Not Like We're Famous. We are Binky and Selena, two friends who talk about our daily lives, the world, and everything in between.
1: Welcome to our first episode.
0: After a 100 tries, we're finally doing this. I think we
1: first talked about recording a podcast back in 2018 or something like that. Three years and the pandemic later, we're finally doing it. So I remember offering or telling Selena that we should do a podcast just because we both listen to a lot of podcasts. And it was kind of a fun way to catch up and record our our lives and our chats.
0: Why are we doing this in 2021? Well, for me, it's a great way, I guess, to catch up with friends since, you know, Pandemic and everything, and we have jobs. It's a good time to, uh, I don't know, start a project. It's part of my twenty twenty one goals, to uh, invest more time on side projects and like explore other interests that I didn't think I would explore before. So, yeah, kind of putting myself out there, <laughs> that so, kind of thing. So, why is it the resolution for you this year? I think it's because it's so different from my other, like hobbies. So. I don't really put anything out in public just because I'm really shy about it and it makes me nervous doing so. So I think this is like a really good opportunity to do that. How about you? Um, why, why why did you decide this year? I feel like we decided at the same time.
1: <laughs> well, to be honest, I thought we were going to start last year. So that's why I bought my mic last year. <laughs> and- <laughs> yeah. And I guess, like, with the pandemic and everything, we just didn't end up pushing through.
0: So I was just waiting for you to be ready. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like it's, a okay. <laughs> it's okay. I think at that time I was still like studying in boot camp. But I'm really just happy we started it because i feel like it's a really good project even though we're super nervous right now
1: (laughs) yeah we really are and it also kind of lines up with one of my resolutions to improve on strengths and skills but under that i'd also include learn new skills so i think this is a really cool way because you get to practice i guess speaking technically in public and of course there's all that audio audio editing we'll be doing after so i think it's cool and I may not become a podcaster, a serious <laughs> podcast in the future, but it's still nice and it's a fun project to do.
0: But you know, for some reason, I feel like it's harder when you know you're recording. Like when we're off recording, it's so easy and then once like the mic is on, it's like, oh my god, what are you going to say <laughs> next? Public speaking, I hate it. But I guess we're gonna need it anyway, since we're both applying for masters, which is like my second goal for 2022. Also, same. Yes, yeah, so I do plan on
1: starting my masters next year, assuming things go back to normal. Which is also actually that is one of my other goals too to work towards my next life chapter. Yes. <laughs> so um, it's a bit tricky now, cause. I'm not sure how things are going to be in 2022, which, I don't know, for me is a big part of why I want to do Masters in the first place, especially if you're going to go abroad or a new country to do it. Part yeah. of it is still meet totally new agree. people.
0: Definitely, like, the experience, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's why I definitely wait until things are somewhat normal before going. Because it's really hard if you're going to pay that much and then not get the full experience
0: yeah I feel like you could just do like maybe an online course and get the certificate which is so sad it's really so sad and yeah you know when you do masters especially for people who go abroad I think a really big factor is the experience versus like just the education yeah and the experience includes like you know seeing a new place and meeting new people which is definitely a very big part of finding a job after i think like how mm-hmm. are you gonna network online that's so hard it's really so difficult
1: like even for right now where i've been meeting a lot of new people it's it's hard to make that connection yeah because you don't have those like off meeting conversations or interactions so it's definitely not good for networking because it's like you you join the call you get down to business and that's
0: it you end it yeah it sucks i miss going to the office although you know i do love work from home Mm -hmm. but i think i'd prefer like a hybrid setup like yeah, three days work from home two days office meetings that would be perfect because <laughs> take like, transport i don't want to go back to the traffic yeah and yeah i actually don't remember what it's like anymore to be in traffic i've actually just started going back to work
1: once a week so last week was my first like time going back for a regular business and it was actually quite nice the office is a bit lonely because not so many people are coming in but it was mm-hmm. nice to see people and to have those side conversations, like someone's passing by, or you're both getting water, or you have lunch together, and it's nice to see people who's not your family or you're not working <laughs> with.
0: <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Pandemic struggles, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just, same note, like I want to meet my office mates. <laughs> yeah, I think that's hard. I've never met them in person because I was a pandemic hire. It would be great to just meet them at least actually my second goal is related to that i want to build my ux portfolio hopefully i can switch jobs before i apply for masters because i feel like it's a really good you know experience if someone looks at your resume and you've had previous experience before i want to really um put together my ux portfolio it's just that i'm not sure how to do it right now Yeah, definitely. I think it's also really important. Sometimes I use
1: apps or websites, and it's just not intuitive what I'm supposed to do.
0: Yeah, shout out to um, BPI. (laughs) (laughs) Have you noticed? Do you have the BPI app? Yeah, I do. It's so dumb. Okay, can I just rant? You can't put the QR code after you've logged in. You can only load it before, which is so (laughs) dumb. I'm sorry. (laughs) yeah you you don't you don't
1: need to complain to me. I totally agree. <laughs> it's really uh, it doesn't make sense because you upload the QR code and then it asks you to log in after you upload it anyway. So yeah, and I find it very frustrating that I can't use QR codes from other banks when I was to do like a third party transfer to a different bank. And I tried using the QR code and I couldn't read it.
0: and I was like, that kind of defeats the purpose? I know it's just bank to bank, and the fees are crazy. Like my oh. payroll now for my work is BDO, aside from oh. the crappy app, it's so expensive to transfer. It's like twenty five pesos. Well, BPI yes, is fifteen. At least you can. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <That's> yeah. Better. <laughs> do you have any other goals for this year, like I financial? Do. Maybe yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um.
1: So I actually don't have a financial goal this year because I felt like I worked on it a lot last year. Mm-hmm. I was really into budgeting last year, and like fixing how I do it, and getting into that habit of recording. One of my goals this year is that's kind of related to budgeting is to live simply. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to do simple living, and one of it is to just one aspect that I'm trying to do is just appreciate what I have, what I yeah. already have. So one part of that, the financial part, would be shop less, um, buy less things. want less things that's of course the end goal and to just take care of what i have so that's one of my goals this year because i'm i've become that person that hates clutter like i hate seeing so many things all around Marie Kondo (laughs) yeah i Marie Kondo
0: two years ago and it has changed my life significantly that's good so right you're trying to spend less do you think that you're gonna obviously you'll buy less since you're spending less but like when you buy the next item do you believe that quality like quality items are expensive
1: yeah i think it depends some i think some brands can get away with selling low quality things because of insert brand name here but i definitely think that you should be spending on quality items i was reading this uh, article the other day and it was explaining how one of the challenges of the, like, the rich and the poor divide also is that the rich can afford to buy these quality things that last longer. Yeah. So they don't end up buying it over and over again. Whereas if you're on the poor side, you'd have to settle for the cheaper things. And then they don't yeah. last as long. And then you're going to have to keep buying it over and over again. So in the end, it becomes more expensive.
0: How do you think that ties in with sustainability? like do you have like uh, i'm only gonna buy organic stuff or i don't know i do other have, sustainable things <laughs> i do have
1: that line of thinking but to be honest sustainable is so tricky because let's say like we live in the philippines right yeah but let's say this sustainable item is from the states from the uh-huh. u.s and then you'd have to ship it and the things that you know everything that goes in to shipping it from the u.s to here like all the carbon emissions and all those other factors makes it less sustainable yeah versus what if i just buy something that was made here that may not be sustainable materials i find the, the whole sustainability thing quite tricky especially since a lot of it is very western facing
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's kind of hard to relate or apply it
0: to ourselves yeah I think this is like a really good topic, like sustainability, because it's so different everywhere. Like, I think marketing wise, it really is just like, I don't know what you call it greenwashing, I think is the mm-hmm. term. And it's so true because I follow this influencer on Instagram. I can link her somewhere in the notes or whatever. And she's the most like um, practical advice giver in terms of like mm-hmm. sustainability. She's, what you call it, she's zero waste, but okay. her advice to people who are just getting into it super not very hard. Like mm. for her, if you want to like do better for the environment and whatever, you can just start by using everything you have and that will take you a long way. Like all the shampoos you bought yeah. last year <laughs> that you haven't used before yeah. you buy the next one, finish it all. You know, like that's super practical yeah that's exactly one of the things i'm doing because
1: i'm the type to oh i need to stock up on soap i need to stock up on shampoo but it takes (laughs) me forever yeah it takes me forever to get through all that stuff one of the things i'm trying to do is like finish it because it's not like you'll be surprised one day that oh i have no more shampoo um like you can kind of see if you have if your shampoo (laughs) is going low right so you can just buy when it's low so that's also one of the things that i think for me, it's part of the whole Simple Living, That yeah. is my
0: ambition this year. That's a great goal. I think I'm going to have to put that on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is related to it, but another goal I have is not to finish books I don't like. Mm, yeah, so, I agree with that. Uh, right? Like, during pandemic last year, when it just started, I was like, I'm so going to read more. Because I have all this time, I'm not in traffic anymore, so there's no excuse. Yeah. And uh, I just ended up with like a bunch of books that I didn't finish. And you know, there's like this guilt you have. I don't mm-hmm. know if you have it, like if you are already halfway, and then it's yeah. only when you realize it's really like not great. Mm-hmm. um You can't abandon it anymore because you feel guilty, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's the reader's guilt so i read this post on reddit that said you shouldn't finish books that you don't like at least the first 15 pages of because it's a waste of time that you could be reading a better book which Mm -hmm. i totally agree with no more reading books i don't like (laughs) yeah i had i
1: can think of a specific book that i read last year where that was exactly what happened because my thing was like if i'm one-fourth through then I won't, and I don't like it, then I won't finish it. Yeah. But I really like the start of this book, but by the time I reached the halfway mark, I really just, it kind of like became a mess for me, and I didn't want yeah. to finish it, but I had that reader's guilt oh, that, oh, yeah. I need to finish <laughs> this, I've made it this far. And then in the end, like it didn't pick up, it didn't get any better, and I was struggling just to finish it. Reader's yeah. guilt is real. One of my reading goals this year is to diversify. So last year I was reading a lot of nonfiction, and when I was mapping out the authors, most of them were um, American. So last year I was trying to I was doing a reading women challenge. So at least the gen gender wise it was quite equal, but most of them were coming from the states, and I felt like it was a bit like you would miss out on a lot mm-hmm. if you just try that. So one of my goals is to read more genre and more diverse authors
0: like asian
1: yeah Yeah, like asian um so so far this year i've read a book by um a chinese author and i've also read a filipino one and then an indian one so far so
0: somewhat working yeah good (laughs) yeah
1: going back to what your resolution is the whole not finishing books I think it's a, it's a good one because it's not, a, I need to do more. Oh, yeah. I oh need to God. achieve this. It's like, a, yeah. I want to live my life a certain yeah. way. And, you know, there needs to be more. Or people need to think about stuff like that a bit more.
0: Yeah, you know, I so agree. I have this annoyance for people who are, like, on YouTube. I call it, like, I don't know, everyone calls it Seguro productivity porn Mm -hmm. where like if you're doing more then you're you're more period and i hate that because i think i have fell into uh, the productivity hole before and it's not fun like listing down every hour of what you're gonna do that day and it's super restricting and uh, i don't know if you have this guilt but i put this on an instagram poll last year do you remember like, do you feel guilty ah, yeah, I remember that after work? And like, I think 90% or I don't know how many percent. that only Binky is <laughs> <laughs> the one who said no. <laughs> no way! Yeah, I'm serious. I need to look for that. Don't you think that's crazy? Like, why can't people just
1: rest? I think it's actually, you know, super believable. It's also one of the reasons one of my goals is to do simple living it's to just enjoy the pleasures that i enjoy and not having to worry about does this add to my future does this make my resume look better things like that and but i can say this is a recent development yeah so the job i had before this one was super toxic like the type where you really had to be working all the time you had to be on call all the time And then I moved jobs and then it's an international organization. So they, and they really respect work-life balance. Yeah. And I think that's when I've started to change and think about, yeah, this is important. This is, it's important for me to have time off to rest so that. I'm better, like I'm not high strung all the time. I'm in a better mood. My outputs are better because I can rest in between and I'm not burnt out. Yeah. So I think it also comes from the work culture because the I think this is one of like the downsides of Asian culture and uh-huh. it's really prevalent in Filipino culture, is that idea that you have to be working all the time. You have to be yeah. on call all the time. It's, a, it's something I've noticed. Like when we talk to the, our friends yeah. and their jobs, and it's mm-hmm. like some of it's really. I think it's toxic um, to yeah. not be able to have that kind of balance.
0: Back to what you were saying about our um, work-life culture in the Philippines. It's. I think if you're not working for a uh, an international organization that respects. Like work life balance, then you're really like good luck, <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, because you're also in an international organization, right? But that's not,
0: yeah, it's not it's the not, situation, yeah. It's not this the internet, it, it, it's I don't know. I think Western ones are more open minded to yeah. that kind of thing, and it also depends on the industry. Like, the company where I'm working at now is Korean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you can imagine I overtimed a lot last year, and I think that's where i realized that i had to set my own boundaries Mm -hmm. because especially during work from home it really feels like you're living at work i saw that meme somewhere so copyright whatever but yeah (laughs) it really feels like you're living at work and if you're not firm with your boss or your colleagues about what your work boundaries are like can they message you after work mm-hmm. then you'll really burn out because I did feel like I burnt out last year mm-hmm. and when I decided not to overtime as much anymore and not to entertain any questions outside of work hours unless it was urgent I think it's been better it's been really so much and I think what people have to realize then is that there are a lot of companies last year they might have felt it was toxic like when I was onboarded there was no uh, standard like operating procedure yet because i guess no one's been through a pandemic <laughs> it was really stressful but i think people also have to understand that businesses were also adjusting mm-hmm. so uh, if you're still in your job right now <laughs> maybe it's better than it was last year cuz mine is definitely better now cuz you know everyone had to adjust especially yeah. if you're in a corp Mm -hmm. you're not you're in a big team it's really easy to neglect a lot of like people under you while you're fixing everything else so yeah just keep going everyone (laughs) I mean don't let anyone step on you yeah it's like a
1: very fine line right I think that's one of the challenges like how do you find that line of you being a good employee or being good at work and also you caring about yourself and I think it's a very fine line and you just have to find a way
0: <laughs> Yeah. to balance
1: like it depends it really depends on like your industry your company the work culture there's so many factors but I do agree that it's important to set those boundaries because yeah. eventually I think people like I'm sure people respect it now right with with you
0: yeah, yeah, they do, definitely. Yeah, And it's because I had to get them used to it.
1: Mm, yeah. Because
0: uh, before, you know, if your boss keeps telling you to do this over time, like, and you just keep saying yes, no matter what, then they're just going to keep doing it again and again. So uh, don't be a bad employee, but also don't be bad to yourself. <laughs> I know it's hard now because pandemic and everything, and it's hard to find a job even though you want mm-hmm. to. But I think it's still possible to set those boundaries in like a polite and not disrespectful way. Like don't text your boss and me like, don't text me during, I'll just call this <laughs> hours. <laughs> I mean, it could be just as simple as not entertaining them if it's not urgent or replying yeah. to what they ask you to do. But saying you're going to do it tomorrow when you enter the office. I think it's possible for people to do because I'm, I'm in the tech industry and it's very fast paced. Mm -hmm. so i feel like if you can do it in the tech industry then you can do it maybe in other industries too but i'm not a hundred percent sure maybe not service because you know service is like right now but you get what i mean (laughs) yeah i definitely get what you mean i think there's no harm in trying i don't know i don't
1: actually know about the penalties that you may get you could just like blame it on the pandemic (laughs) I mean it has been really hard for some people and I think especially now companies should be thinking about mental health a Mm -hmm. lot more aside from the anxiety of thinking that you'll get sick or someone you love or close one will get sick you're also having to deal with not seeing your friends not being able to maybe do the things you like to do yeah there's this feeling like is the world ever gonna go back to normal is this how i have to live the rest of my life yeah that kind of anxiety and that worry if you don't set those boundaries with work then it just keeps adding on and you're really gonna burn out eventually or break down and people need to start caring or at least considering how the pandemic is affecting affecting you
0: yeah definitely i think another hard thing about setting work boundaries because like financial stability slash assurance because what if you know what if you stop replying and then they're gonna ask you to resign i don't know like that's a i guess that's also that's a huge stressor for people who are in jobs where they don't feel that their job is secure yeah like someone can replace them at any time so i guess that's where the idea of a lot comes in like maybe if i work more hours they'll keep me like there's a better chance for me them to yeah keep me. but i do think yeah so. i think that's definitely like a subconscious thing happens mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i think it is and i think it's at least worth talking to your boss or your supervisor about it because sometimes I feel this a lot like I still feel this is that I think of myself poorly at work and I think like I'm not doing a good enough job Yeah. Um, I should be working I should be submitting my outputs faster things like that yeah. and then I talk to my supervisor about it and he's like yeah no rush Um, just <laughs> you know take your time whatever, whatever and I'm like sometimes you're thinking worse than it actually is so worst case That's scenario true. is that your boss actually thinks you're doing a bad job yeah but That's then so nothing true. changes right like it's still
0: <laughs> what you're thinking <laughs>
1: yeah but best case is that if you take out that mental pressure of having to be
0: better and do better. Super related to that is like, I think communication in uh, companies here is very low. Mm. I remember I was so stressed my first few months of work since it was a new industry that I had shifted into and I wasn't sure if I was doing a good job and it was giving me a lot of anxiety. I think after my first two months, I asked for an evaluation because mm-hmm. no one was giving me any feedback and I realized it's just the way things are here. <laughs> yeah. Like, companies also don't give a lot of feedback uh-huh. to their employees like it's not part of the uh, culture to yeah. give proper feedback and i think that's where a lot of employee anxiety comes from mm-hmm. you know like i don't know if i'm doing well <laughs> yeah or maybe it's just me but you're so right with the whole you should just ask your boss thing communicating is definitely on my goals for 2021 <laughs> it's really true like most of the time it's not as bad as what you think and Mm -hmm. if you just ask it directly and make it known that you want to receive feedback then things are fine yeah like things are usually not as bad as what you think
1: yeah like I've been talking to a few people about Evaluation specifically, and if it's not in the culture, then you specifically have to ask for it. Yeah, oh god, I hate that because you it's a kind of embarrassing to have to ask, but you definitely should. But you know, sometimes it's not so effective. Like in my (laughs) old job, I had to ask. For an evaluation myself, because they weren't, I'd been working there for a few months and they hadn't given me anything. And so I asked how I was doing, and they said, Yeah, you're doing good, you're doing fine, like keep it up, things like that. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay. But now, <laughs> in my current work, we have like a specific time. To, mm-hmm. you need to do evaluations i i want to say once a year but it might be twice a year yeah and there's also like upwards evaluation so you're also evaluating your supervisor That's and things like nice. that <laughs> yeah whenever i have to do my performance evaluation I still get really nerve, like really nervous. Because um, yeah. even though I think I've been doing a good job, it's like, oh no, what if I'm not doing a good
0: job?
1: <laughs> and then the it's evaluation the happens, and it seems okay. Everything seems okay. So, and I also think it's good to be able to talk to your boss openly. Yeah. It- it's definitely representative of a good relationship and sometimes it's not the work that gets you it's the good relationship with the people in the office that can really like grind you down so i think it's important to at least try to set good relationships with the people you work with regularly
0: yeah i agree and at the same time like the people in your office can also help you uh, push further like Mm -hmm. not to resign if you really like your colleagues and let's say you can't find another job and they just make things better you know having teammates that you actually like yeah But yeah you need to form the relationships and that's part of my 2021 goals (laughs) segue my last goal is to reach out to one new person a month so since I don't think that we're gonna be out of this situation anytime soon it's harder online because it's more deliberate yeah but at least it's something in Jan, I reached out to three people. Ooh. <laughs> Is it like work huge people? huge for me.
1: Or like just friends that you haven't talked to in a really long time?
0: It could be both. Like maybe it's someone, it could be friends and then it could be also someone in a job that I want to be in. Mm, like I can ask about how their job is so not just work-related I mean maybe it's harder to meet someone by chance now so yeah most of the time I think you need like uh, a reason to do so and works one of them it's been good like I'm super nervous whenever I talk to uh, people especially new people and like you said before it's not as bad as it seems (laughs) 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 so yeah it's been okay I still have to find my one for Feb. I mean, I say that it's not as bad as it seems, but hearing you reach, like saying you reach out to
1: people who work, in like the career you want to work in still sounds super scary to me because <laughs> it's something i want to do like it's not a goal yeah per se but it's definitely something i want to do to understand like the career trajectory a bit more but i'm still super nervous <laughs> to reach well, out you know if
0: it's someone if it's someone from like not the philippines they're usually more open mm-hmm. okay don't quote me on this because i don't know i've never reached out to anyone in the philippines i've reached out to people from the philippines but they're somewhere else because I think the whole networking thing here, people aren't so accepting of it yet because they some people, I think, have that feeling it's kind of deceptive. Like, yeah. I'm making friends with me so you can get a job and whatever. Yeah. And I've heard people tell that to me. Like, I don't want them to feel like I'm asking for a job. I just want to know how they got there. And honestly, people are generally willing to give advice. Like, I've messaged people on Twitter who I don't <laughs> even know from, from the States and wherever, in whatever school I want to go to. And they've only been really good. Like, at most... I mean, at worst, pala. the worst thing, it's like they don't give a lot of advice. Oh, yeah. uh, it's not so bad. And, you know, it's, it's pretty good. I would suggest you just do it and have, like, a good outline of what you want to ask them and for mm-hmm. what purpose. Because just asking, like, how did you get to your job? I guess you could look at their LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, you can ask, like, a specific thing, like, what did you have a hard time with or how was your time in X company? Ganon. I think it's been really useful and it's been really, like, motivating because sometimes when i think about like my future job that i want to be in i really have no idea what it's like since i'm not there yeah and it's not motivating because it's hard so if you talk to someone who is in the job and they've like achieved the same thing it's motivating to know that you know you can do it and they were able to do it also even though they had opportunities afforded to people abroad of course Maybe
1: I will try and I'll update you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just let me know if you need help. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like I'm
1: already working in like the industry that I want to be working in that's just I don't know how to proceed or how how do you learn more or how do you get more like field experience, things like that. Yeah, yeah. like what should I be working on like? I'm not in a tech industry, so like this is still matter for me to learn how to do like coding, set up a website, stuff like that. Like <laughs> it's one of those things people say, oh, everyone should learn how to code and oh make God. a website. But if I don't that's plan on becoming like an entrepreneur or <laughs> things like that, like like how important is it really? Like I can code on Excel, because <laughs> that's practical for me, but I don't know how important other skills are
0: Uh, yeah I think that's something you can ask industry specific people which is why yeah. it's really good to get in touch with them and I don't agree that everyone should learn <laughs> how to code. Um, everyone can learn but not everyone should like if it's not necessary to what you're doing then what's the use of like working on it unless it's like your interest which yeah. you know in that case then do it yeah. but if you're talking about like career advancement don't like try to learn everything oh, I definitely. feel like you'll just end up confused <laughs> Yeah.
1: I mean because it was on day, like one of my goals I mentioned earlier—the whole like preparing for my next life chapter. Yeah. It's like, what skills should I be learning to prepare for that chapter? So I think I should try reaching out to someone. But wow, it
0: sounds super scary, I'm not gonna lie. You'll get over it after like the fifth.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll try one and then we'll see how it goes, yeah.
0: Yeah, you don't you don't have to like Zoom with them or anything. It could That's be just true. like a message yeah. on LinkedIn. Just remember that I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> message them. So oh, it's yeah. not like, so if they they don't, don't reply think you're weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if they don't reply then They don't reply <laughs> That's the worst
1: thing <laughs> That's true Yeah, I think I'm gonna do it Just to also get myself out there a bit more Thanks, I yeah, think I, getting... I needed to hear that You're welcome
0: <laughs> <laughs> I still have a hard time myself But yeah. it's, it's okay
1: Do you have other goals? I still have one more But it's like a little bit off topic That's actually all my
0: goals <laughs> <laughs> It actually seems like a lot But whatever, let's do
1: it What's your last goal? So my last goal is, it's kind of contradictory to what I said earlier about not trying to force yourself to do something but one of my goals is to be more mobile to move more because especially yeah so it's not just exercise per se but just like unless you count walking as exercise it's just to get out more like because one of my issues last year with the whole pandemic and the work from home was that i was like in my computer chair the whole day Uh, during work i'd be uh, working and then after night if i wanted to hang out with people like You'd you'd be online playing a game or something like that. So I would be like Mm -hmm. in my computer chair the whole day. So one of my goals this year is to just move more, do yoga, which is something I already like to do. So just like do it more or go go for walks or go biking, things like that. Like things that I already like to do, but just don't do because either I get lazy or I'm already comfortable. (laughs) Yeah, or like I forget. So one of my goals is to like just move more and i think it's important to because i want to still be i don't know what's the right word athletic
0: yeah like yeah.
1: mobile when i'm old like when i'm in yeah, like my I 80s yeah. and a lot of people who are still like really fit at that age or have been like working out regularly they really put it part of their lives and i want to be able to be one of those people
0: yeah that's a super great goal yeah being more mobile yeah on, i'm gonna put that on my list <laughs> i've been super
1: struggling with it because i hate going out just for the sake of going out like i hate like without a purpose yeah like i hate like, going for walks walking. just to walk what yeah it's, it's not the best it's not my thing like so sometimes that's okay so i've tried like going outside to walk and then uh-huh. like where am i going <laughs> 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 i i've seen the street so many times <laughs> like. Well, you could, like, plot the route if you want. Those are all my goals. Like, I have sub-goals, but there's no point going into the details. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, those are all my resolutions. And I think it was nice to go through it for our first podcast. So, yeah, that it's a nice way to start. Even though we're already starting in February, it still feels like it's the early part January. of the year. You can still do so much. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's never too late.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. And I like talking about resolutions. Some people are a bit pessimistic and don't make resolutions because they're never going to finish it anyway. But I think I it's nice that. to have goals of the year or even if you make it mid-year. You know, something to work towards or I don't know, feels like you're doing something. I don't know. Yeah,
0: <sighs> yeah it's, it's, it's nice because it. you, uh, I feel like when you make goals, you can kind of tell if you're like on the direction you want to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I guess that's what's nice about them. I mean, they yeah. don't have to be super big or anything. Yeah, and you can make them anytime. It's just that, like, the new year is like a new slate. <laughs> yeah, it feels it just feels clean, like a clean cut. And I do
1: think my worst habits come out at the end of the year because it's like holidays and yeah, <laughs> like the, the the Christmas season. is just oh, if you don't feel like doing anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel. You which is
1: okay right yeah yeah which i think is fine but like sometimes you let go of the habits that you want to have
0: yeah i get you
1: but yeah, it's just okay like i don't think you really have to do it you know it's a very fine like i said it's a very fine line
0: <laughs> we all walk the line yeah
1: yeah and i think what's more important is that if you fall off just what, get back on. yeah again. to just get back on like don't beat yourself up about it it happens and it's normal and the fact that you get back on is already a big step
0: love it that was so good so that's the end of our first episode Woo yeah thank okay, you okay we can cross off a goal on our list okay <laughs> thanks for listening to our first and last episode <laughs> oh my god
1: no know, man <laughs> yeah i'm kidding so thanks to those who made it this far uh tune in next time